0: The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, and coming soon, Louisiana. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10, and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by Stable Jewel. Stable Jewel is a horse racing DFS app. ...where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favourite NFL props... ...for a chance to win awesome cash prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-belt grooming. Head over to manscaped.com and use the promo code SGP for 20% off your order and free shipping. And of course, Don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and all of our free podcasts. You are listening to the EPL show FA Cup fourth round special here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. To follow the Twitter account for BetMUFC, head over to at BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. The next episode's going to be a very interesting one. After tonight's FA Cup exit, that's why I'm late doing the show. I've just come back from the game. It's actually twelve thirty at night as I'm recording the show. That's how long it's taken to get back. Usually, the game would finish around ten o'clock and then you'd have to get to your car and then you'd have to wait an hour in traffic. So had it finished at normal time, I'd be home at half eleven instead, I'm home at half 12 because of the extra hour with the penalty shootout and the extra time as well. So horrible night overall. Good day because my son was able to meet some of the Man United players this morning when they dropped the coach off because it's a Friday and my kids got something called teacher's training day at schools. We came up early. It wasn't particularly busy at all and the players were a lot more willing to sign for 50, 60 people as opposed to the hundreds that are there if we play a Saturday game. The way that works is if Man United play a a late-night game, what they do is the players come in and drop their cars off, get on the team bus and go to a hotel for about six hours to either rest in their rooms or, or whatever they do. But when they are playing on a Saturday afternoon, the bus comes and uh, the bus comes and the players leave their cars there at about 6 7 p.m which is after work and it's after school and all the kids and all the parents and other supporters are all down there including autograph hunters who are autograph sellers including a load of autograph sellers that usually all seem to be from Liverpool so they're not even genuine Man United supporters and yeah that's what makes the um The Friday night's hectic, but this Friday morning, it was very nice, not too many people. Day started off well, had a nice breakfast, went down, met the players, went into the Trafford centre. Day was going great, and as per usual man united have absolutely ruined the day but this isn't bet mufc this is an fa cup preview so we'll talk about that shortly of course as per usual all my additional content is at lockbetting.com that's lockbetting.com you have a couple of more days to look at the pinned tweet at soccer that's at Soccer to look at the pnl for the month of december and then that will be getting changed over on Monday and we'll be posting the P&L for the month of January. December was a huge month. 42 units almost. That was good for nearly £4,200, which was good for over $5,500. But the main reason you want to look at it is because it talks a lot about what we did at 2021. And you can get a real guide of how the service went if you're thinking about signing up. That's why that current PL is very important. So make sure you check it out before it gets replaced by the January PL, which was actually our 104th month in a row of transparent track profits. So sign up as we try and secure the 105th month here in February over at lockbetting.com. So the way this FA Cup show usually works is that we pick a small selection of games, much like the international shows, because we obviously can't cover every single FA Cup game and break them down here for you. So it's like getting a selection of premium picks on a free podcast. So let's begin running through the games that I've picked out here for you guys. Um, we'll begin with the game here tomorrow between Chelsea and Plymouth where Chelsea are unbackable here as the 1-25 favourites. It's 14-1 to 1 here on the draw and it's 33-1 here on Plymouth. This is a really good draw for Plymouth. Their players will be looking forward to this, a trip to Premier League Chelsea. I don't think they have any chance of getting anything from this game and I wouldn't even be surprised if Plymouth used this game to give an opportunity to some of the fringe players who haven't quite had a chance to contribute as much towards the the league campaign but get the chance to play here instead to compensate for that but um, I think at the end of the day Chelsea are going to win this game comfortably. Chelsea did actually concede in the previous round but they scored five against National League side Chesterfield Chelsea have conceded in six of their last eight home games, whereas Plymouth have only felt score in one of their last 11. But Chelsea have scored 11 goals in total across the last four games. And I don't think there's anything Plymouth are going to be able to do here to stop Chelsea winning this one again fairly comfortably. I'm expecting a strong team here from Chelsea because these Premier League teams and these, these Premier League managers have actually had a couple of weeks off here. So they will be looking to alleviate some rust, whereas these league sides have carried on playing and playing. so. I don't think we're going to see particularly weak teams here from the, the Premier League sides this weekend. I don't think they're going to rotate even if they're coming up here against the Plymouth. Man United certainly didn't tonight against Middlesbrough. So I think this is going to be a strong strong Chelsea lineup. They get, a, they get a win here. I'm not sure if they'll get a clean sheet as we looked at the data. It's not great for Chelsea at the moment. And that's weird because they were such a strong defensive team. But they come into this one with just two clean sheets in their last eight home games. So as I said, there is a chance that Plymouth can contribute but I still think Chelsea will cover a Asian handicap line here of minus 2.5 and that one is available at 8-11. However, my main play here, which is available at 7-10, will be for Chelsea to win both halves of this game because even if Plymouth Argyle do score in one of these halves, I think they'll be outscored by Chelsea. So I think Chelsea will be able to score two goals in both of these 45-minute periods and I think that'll be enough to carry them to a very, very comfortable win. I'm looking for Chelsea to score three four goals tomorrow and I'm looking for them to get a comfortable win here against Plymouth and winning both of the 45-minute periods. So my main play is for Chelsea to win both halves and as I said, that is available at 7-10 here for this one. Up next, I've picked out this game here between Kidderminster and West Ham. That's also an early kickoff tomorrow where Kidderm- Kidderminster are the 16-1 underdogs. It's 7-1 here on the draw and it's 1-6 here on West Ham like the Chelsea game this should be a comfortable outing obviously West Ham aren't as short as that um, I think this will be a, ga- a game where we see goals I don't think Kidderminster are going to sit in and West Ham are in scoring form at the moment as well they've scored three plus goals in two of their last three Premier League trips and they should be able to rack up a few goals here against Kidderminster however the hosts could contribute as they have scored in nine of the last 10 at home so I think this will be an entertaining tie obviously Kidderminster stepping up in competition coming up against a Premier League team but this is a Premier League team who are looking for a trophy so I don't think West Ham are going to mess about with their lineup here in this one I think they will play their top players the likes of Jared Bowen who's a player who's scored four goals in his last four games and I think this one will end up delivering over two and a half goals at least with West Ham winning on the money line. Now, you can tack on over three and a half goals because there's, there's strong data here and I really feel like West Ham could get the three goals here by themselves. So you could take uh, tack on over three and a half goals with West Ham to win. That gives you seven to four. So obviously that's on the major plus money side of things. But I'm going to be a little bit more conservative and just take West Ham and over two and a half. You're laying a lot more juice there, but it's four to six minus 150. But I'm a lot more certain it comes in just in case Kidderminster don't contribute and West Ham just see out a comfortable 3-0 win here in this game. Up next, we move on to what I think is the most interesting game of the day tomorrow as frank lampard is taking over as the everton manager and he starts in the fa cup in an all premier league tie against brentford his team are the 11 to 10 favorites here to win this game on the money line it's five to two on the draw and it's 12 to five here on brentford i Always like that new manager bounce. We have that in the Premier League this weekend as well when Burnley take on Watford. However, I'm not confident that. Roy Hodgson is the type of guy that that gives you that that new manager bounce. Plus, he's going into a very, very tough relegation battle and it's a six-pointer against Burnley. I think for Watford's case, they'll be happy to come away with a point here. Obviously, Frank Lampard will want to win this game. I don't think Everton are in any kind of relegation issue. So Lampard's job is really just to get them as high up the table as they can, possibly into the top half. I saw a bet earlier on this week where... Everton were 16 to 1 to finish in the top half and that could be interesting if Lampard hits the ground running but in order to do that he's going to want to win this game and keep them in the FA Cup if they can get a trip to Wembley if they can reach the semi-finals and they can be on the edge of the top half that would represent a very very good start for Frank Lampard so if we're looking at Uh, 11th 12th place I think top half is out of their reach but if they can get into 11th or 12th and they can get to an FA Cup semi-final that will be a very very good start here for Lampard I think they start with a win here Um, Brentford haven't been in particularly good form um, since the very good start they made now obviously if you look at the table you would agree that Brentford are overachieving and Thomas Frank has done a good job but results haven't been great as of late. And obviously, they haven't been great for Everton either. But these players are going to want to play for Frank Lampard. He may not be the best tactical coach in the world, but he has the respect of the players. He's a guy that's gone on and won a lot of things in his career. He scored a lot of goals. He was a world-class player in his prime. So this is very different to, to Rafa Benitez. And maybe these players are going to respond to it. I'm going to take a punt on them here to, to get the win. I think Brentford's priority will still be staying in the Premier League. So we may see the team rotated here. Whereas I don't think Everton can rotate. I think Lampard needs to find out what his best team is. I think he really needs to look at the players who've impressed him the most this week in training. And therefore, I think Everton are going to go strong. And therefore, I think Everton are going to come away with the win. Um, You can't really find any data to back this up. Everton have failed to win six of their last seven home games, conceding 15 goals in that time and they have all sorts of issues, and um, that can be exposed by a high-intensity and direct opponent, no doubt about it. And that's what um, Thomas Frank's team are. But at the same time, if you look at their last FA Cup tie, uh, Thomas Frank rested top scorer Ivan Toney and his wing-backs during the win against Port Vale. There's no reason to do that. Because we are coming off the um, off the winter break, so I made a case for why Chelsea's team would be fresh, and we saw Man United's team being fresh tonight, but. I'm not too sure here whether, whether Frank's doing that for, for freshness or whether he's trying to give other players a game. I don't think FA Cup's a big priority here for Brentford. I think staying in the Premier League is. Whereas for, for Lampard, this team should be having a cup run. This team should be giving their supporters something to cheer about. This team need to win their first game under Frank Lampard. So I'm going to go for Everton to win it. I like the price here of 11 to 10. And I will take Everton to win and give Frank Lampard a winning start here as the new Everton manager. Up next, we move on to a game that I'm actually going to tomorrow. Um, I'm staying overnight in Manchester. I'm glad I am. I'm glad I'm not driving back at one o'clock in the morning, which means I wouldn't get home till 5.30 in the morning. So I'm glad I got the hotel to stay overnight, and as I knew I was doing that, we're gonna catch the Manchester City versus Fulham game before we head home. Manchester City are the one to seven favourites to win that game. It's eight to one on the draw. And it's sixteen to one on Fulham. These are the two leaders of their division. Obviously, there's a big golfing in class here. There's a big golf in class between Manchester City and the team in second place in the Premier League. Let alone, um, let alone Fulham. But um, yeah, I think there's a big golf in class here, and I think Manchester City win this game comfortably, no matter who they play in their team. I'm going to go for Manchester City to win, and I'm going to tack on the over. Three and a half goals here, which gives me the price of even money, plus 100. Fulham could contribute here. These are two of the four highest-scoring sides across England's top five tiers. Um, Fulham lost 4-0 to Manchester in the FA Cup meeting back in 2020, so that bet would have cashed there. And City have scored at least three goals in four of their last six FA Cup clashes, And there were 12 goals scored across Fulham's last two away games. I think this is going to be an action-packed game. I think it's going to be pretty entertaining tomorrow. But Manchester City are going to come out on top. They're going to win a high-scoring game. And therefore, that's why we're going to take Man City and the over three and a half goals here, which is available at even money, plus 100 here in this one. The final Saturday game we're going to look at here is Tottenham at home to Brighton. This is an eight o'clock kickoff UK time tomorrow. Tottenham are the 10 to 11 favourites to win this game on the money line. It's 13 to 5 on the draw, and it's 16 to 5 here on Brighton. Tottenham, this now represents their only chance of a trophy. And if they can keep getting nice draws, they can get themselves a trip to Wembley. That only means getting through to the semi-final. And I think Tottenham have somewhat of an advantage when it comes to playing at Wembley, providing they're not playing against their Man City or a Liverpool. If it is one of the, the, the weaker Premier League teams, then they have the advantage because they have familiarity with Wembley because they played there for so many seasons. And there'll be a lot of Tottenham supporters there making the short trip from London. But they need to get there first. And this is a tough tie against Brighton, who don't really have anything to play for. They're not going to go down. They're not going to finish in the European places. Um, So they may as well put on their full focus on the FA Cup. Therefore, that's why I think this will be a game where we see both teams scoring. Both teams have scored in Brighton's last six matches. Tottenham haven't kept a clean sheet in their last five. Spurs have actually won their last six home league meetings of Brighton. So you could tack on Spurs to win with both teams to score. And that will get you the price of seven to two. Definitely worth a sprinkle at that price. And uh, the hosts have also won seven of their last ten at home. I'm going to take the both teams to score as my main lean here without adding Tottenham to it but I think obviously the price for Tottenham to win and both teams to score is very very good as you're getting that at 7-2 but as I said I'm just going to be going with the both teams to score here and that one is available at 3-4. The final game we're going to look at here is between Nottingham Forest and Leicester which takes place on Sunday. Leicester are the FA Cup holders, but this is a tough tie against Nottingham Forest. Leicester are the 11-10 favourites to win it. It's 5-2 on the draw, and it's 14-5 here on Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest have a very good chance of pushing Leicester to the limit here. I wouldn't be surprised to see this game going into extra time. Forest have won four of the last five games, and the hosts have won five of the last six at home. And beating Arsenal in the last round. But my strongest play here is going to be for both teams to score. I think Forest are going to take it to Leicester. And they will find a net. But I also think Leicester will manage to score in this game as well. Leicester have conceded 17, 17 times across their last six away trips. Winning none of those games. So I think a difficult afternoon is in store for Leicester. I'm not sure if they'll come through it. I think there's value on Nottingham Forest on the double chance market here in this game but my strongest play is going to be for both teams to score given the number of goals that Leicester have conceded on the road as of late and if the holders are going to go through in this game they're going to need to put out a very very good performance which is contrary to what they've done on the road lately but my play is both teams to score and that one is available in this game at seven to ten. Closing out with my lock on the show, this selection goes against the definition of a lock, because a lock should be your most solid play of the week, something that you would put your house on if you had to, something you would pick with, your gun, with a gun to your head, providing it was under minus 200, because that's a self-imposed rule, obviously if you were doing a lock with a gun to your head, you'd go for Chelsea at minus 125, but we have the We have the rule here of what's the best bet you take with a gun to your head uh, underneath minus 200. That's the self-implied rule. That's how I see a lock. This play isn't that because there's more certain plays on the board. And uh, you can get them over at lockbetting.com if you you subscribe to my service. But for me, I'm going to go for Everton on the money line. This is high risk. Because Everton have played poorly throughout this season, there's no statistical data to suggest they'll win this game. Thomas Frank's team can make it very, very difficult for you, especially uh, for a team like Everton when they're pressed with the high-intensity pressing game, which is what Frank's team like to play. However, I feel like we're going to see two teams taking two very different approaches tomorrow tomorrow. I don't think the FA Cup is a huge priority for Brentford as they want to stay in the league. So I think they will rotate. I don't think that intensity will be there. We saw players rested for the game against Port Vale, including Ivan Toney. And without him playing, I think this opens the door to Everton, who... In addition to that, have the new manager bounce. And I don't think we have anything to worry about with their selection tomorrow. I think it's going to be a full-strength Everton team. Fully motivated with Frank Lampard taking over. And I think this could be one of their better performances. Yes, this is a gamble. Yes, we could take... um, the West Ham money line with the goals or the Manchester City money line with the goals and they're probably wiser plays but in this instance I'm not going to do that I have a 23 and 5 lot record on the EPL show this year so I feel like I've earned the right to do this and I'm going to take Everton on the money line at plus money and they're available at 11 to 10 that's for me in this edition of the EPL show good luck with all your bets as always and thanks for listening